The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is, uh, I don't have my phone on me. Uh, but it is, it is uh, basically what? Tuesday, October 18th. <laughs> A few minutes close, close enough. Monday, October 17th. The uh, Broncos and Chargers just played a Monday night game. Yeah. Uh, look. I see some, there's a lot of angry hat chatter, which is funny because the Broncos just played and they are the favorite. Wait, I'm sorry. What'd you call it? Angry hat chatter? The, the chat is full of hat chatter. Angry hat chatter. HH Hammerai is literally typing dislike and disliking the. All right, look, just. Can you do. Uh, Devo, Devo, Devo is walking away from these hats. I don't have any of the hats. They want oh, the, the hat, the Brinson sucks hats. Okay. I was confused what you're talking about. Okay. Got you. Okay. Um, yeah, but the South Park, the South Park, uh, you know, South Park had a whole episode called hashtag free hat. Okay. Well, you know, when you know, in doubt, guys, I typically blame Princeton and then figure out what the actual truth is. Billy says he'll get on the hats having no idea what we're talking about. So good luck with that, Billy. Uh, I, I can't say like we, I have no idea who needs hats or who's do hats. Debo has a list. Yeah, Debo done bonked out. Debo bonked. Yeah. Put hashtag free hat or hashtag Princeton socks in the chat or whatever you want. Um, I've got an I suck hat somewhere around here. Well, Debo the- kept all the hats. He's selling them on eBay. That's why he got out of here. He knew people were after him. It's like when you, owe some, you owe someone money, and instead of them breaking your knees, you move to what, Mexico or something so they can't find you. That's what Debo did here. Yeah, Billy says he'll ask Debo about to break it. Down. Okay. Just as I said, Billy said he'll ask Debo about it. And our buddy Lewis made the hats originally. I'm sure if we get in touch with Lewis, we can, we can uh, mend the fences that have been broken. <laughs> If that uh, Jim Coogan, uh, the Jim Coogan comment, someone promised punching pie. It's a What's great line. So it's a great line. It's a, the one above it. Jim Coogan. Someone promised punch in pie. That's from South Park. It's from Is that Cartman? He's like, he's like, I was, I was. Someone promised to be punching pie here. Oh yeah. 
kind of love South Park. Um, All right, quit delaying the inevitable doo-doo riffic game we have to talk about, which is going to be Breach talking for four minutes about how one legged kicker won the game. Oh, oh Breach is going to be talking about the fact that his oh boy Super Bowl pick ouch is now two and four after four games in prime time. Do you know they've scored fifty two points in four I, games? I'm going to say the most oh, insane thing you've ever heard, Brinson. I'm glad you brought this up to start the podcast. Uh, my two Super Bowl teams were the Green Bay Packers and the Denver Broncos. Wow. And if you ask me who I feel better about right this second, it's probably the Broncos. And no, you two don't. Four. That's not oh, true. Buddy. I just no. said it. You know, they I have in common, that in common though, is Nathaniel Hackett. That they do have that in common. The, the Packers lost Nathaniel Hackett and they look lost. The Broncos have Nathaniel Hackett and they look lost. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, by, oh, by the way, I should point out I, uh, tomorrow, no, Wednesday is Brady Quinn football show. If you have a if you have a charity, I, I need to check the iTunes and see if we've got any more charities on there. If you have a charity that you like, like a legitimate charity that you are passionate about, put it in an iTunes review. I mean, I, I, like I've got to say, like I, I don't want to say DM me or email me because I'm not sure I'll, I'll see it for sure. But um, I appreciate your honesty. Tweet tweet at me at me on Twitter. And we'll see if we because Brady Brady is like. Why don't she tweet at the Pick Six Pod? Because that Billy and yeah, yeah tweet, that's a good call. Yeah, if you have a good charity, tweet at the Pick Six Pod. We prefer you leave it leave it in Apple iTunes anyway. Brady owes a thousand dollars to a charity. He is Brady going to go pay this it. year. What's that? It's that Brady going to go broke this year, Robert Sala. I mean, Jets could win the Super Bowl, and I think Brady would like. He'd be all right. Might be not worried about. I it. got a nice little chuckle out of Brady, sort of retweeting the news that TNT slash TBS is re-upping the the NBA crew for ten more years, and I, I saw Charles is making like on average tenish million a year. Brady's like, "That's a great team," and me thinking Brady's like trying to get in on some of that TNT money. Wait, did you think Brady was Brady Quinn was trying to get on the TNT money? I'm just making a joke. Like Brady does a great job on Big Noon kickoff, and you oh. know he's just trying to to let people know that maybe he's doing raise too. If if, if, if if they need, if they needed former NFL quarterback to do NBA analyst, not specifically the NBA show. Awesome. Thanks, thanks for killing this joke. My point is that Brady does a studio show on site on Saturdays, does a great job for Fox, and I'm sure he would love to get in on that that sort of money. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Broncos country, let's collide. That's pretty good. Um, oh, gosh. We can't we can't do a hat fund. We can't just go hand out the money to someone in a bridge because Brady is going to. I mean. Look, I mean He's going to take the tax right off. Can't blame him. He will. He should. Um, okay. I can't tell if anybody's serious or not. Anyway. What are you talking about? Focus. Turn off the comments and let's let's get to this game. Let's, reading the comments. You yelled about, you were talking about TNT. The Broncos' entire season is a tax write off at this point. Oh, okay. So, Breach, give me one positive from this game on the Broncos side, like what is one thing that you can be happy about if you're a Broncos fan right now? Uh, you say Russell Wilson played better in the first quarter than he has in any quarter all season. And if maybe next week he plays like that for two quarters and then the week after that for three quarters and the week after that for four quarters, you have a full good Russell Wilson in four weeks. So you have to wait a month to see yes. Russell Wilson two months. You're trying to like, season. you're trying to Frankenstein a Russell Wilson good game together. And I, at this point, you don't have any other options. Russell Wilson is awful. So just to be clear, he's twenty yards in the first quarter. Yeah, that's right. So Breach, you're right. Oh, he, he finished went, fifteen to twenty-eight for one eighty. Yeah, yeah, no picks. So he went ten for ten, and then he went five for eighteen. So that's the problem. Yeah, like I don't even know how to fix it. I I think, and maybe I'm just reading Twitter too much. I feel like Russ is done. Like I I don't know what the easy fix Russ is. Russ is cooked. 
Russ is indeed cooked. He was in the kitchen too long. Um, he's no longer cooking. He's in the pot next to the frog, boiling slowly to a, a demise that is imminent. So I, I was on HQ earlier this oh, evening right. before the game. Uh, shout me, Danny Cannell. Shout out to us. We both took the Broncos in the under. Both hit. Yay. What was the spread? Uh, uh, plus four. Broncos or Chargers minus four, yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was with our with our friends Joe Musso and Katie Mox, and they asked us what we thought the you know what the deal with the Broncos was and Russ was. And to me, it boils down to, and I think it. I mean, I don't. I, I, I don't think it like clearly manifests itself every time in every game. And but I, I do think the the biggest problems I would take away from the Broncos and the offense is one, the hand injury from last year. I think it's still a problem. His, he is not the same player that he was before that hand injury or before the 2021 season. I don't even want to disagree with that, but then that's negligent on the part of the Broncos. For sure. Okay. <laughs> we agree. Go on. I mean, they had a chance to not take him completely vet him in this massive trade for multiple first round picks. Now the other issue, I, again, and I've stressed this since the, since the preseason. I mean, that's why I said it'd be crazy to pick the Broncos to go deep in the playoffs. Or <laughs> what about in the Super Bowl? Oh my God! What kind of moron would do that? What kind of idiot God. would pick up um, the Super Bowl? This team is the, four plays away from being five and one, and it's Russell Wilson is the problem. That's the that, crazy thing. That look on Russ's face—if you're watching on YouTube—that's look a, a, um, of a man who just found out that I am Mister Limited. No, that's <laughs> like, the look of a face who just found out that Breach picked him to win the Super Bowl. If, if like, they had what? a somewhat decent quarterback, they literally fought. If Daniel Jones was their quarterback, they no, probably no. Five you know, right Gino Smith was their quarterback. If Eugene Sarah Smith, the quarterback, they would be five and one right now. They would be at least five and one. You got it. Oh, but but that's okay. okay. Again, the other. I disagree with that too. Because why? Two overtime losses, and they lost to the Seahawks in Week One because they fumbled twice in the one yard line. What, what is that? What does the quarterback have to do with fumbling once on the twice on the one yard? Line? Uh, well, the fact that they only scored sixteen points as it was, I am saying that if they had Geno Smith, they would be five. And no one has more to lose than Breach. He knows the ins and outs of why this team stinks. Desperation is a stinky cologne. Billy! Yes! There it is. Well done, Billy. <laughs> Billy oh, has man. done more than two weeks than Debo did in three years. Six weeks oh, to God. move ahead of Debo. Debo was here for six years, six and a half years. It, it, All right, Brenton. Let, 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 let me just finish up the point. Let me the- just say this quickly to so you can it can uh, uh, pad stat your point. So what Breach just mentioned here. So 16 points, 16 points, 11, 23, 9. And then tonight they scored 16 again. Uh, yeah, 16 again. So up 16. So they can't score. They're the lowest scoring team in the league. That includes the Pittsburgh Steelers. Go ahead. And the Bears. I, I think that trying to have a quarterback like Russell Wilson, who is spent his entire career in Seattle, switched teams while also bringing in a new head coach and then giving Russ all this empowerment to call to decide what kind of offense they're going to run, what plays they're going to run, while also incorporating a brand new offense. Like he's, he's running Nathaniel Hackett's West Coast offense instead of. Do we know he, that he's been empowered, or are you just that's Brinson speculation? I mean, Peyton Manning said it like week one. He's like, okay. I talked to Russ. Okay. Like, and, and that sort of spoke to the the play clock issues. I think uh, that this. Wait is, a second. I'm sorry. Let me push back. You're bl- you're taking the blame off Nathaniel Hackett and putting it on Russ for that. Is that no, what I'm it's, hearing? It's a collaborative effort. Okay. I mean, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Like Hackett by virtue of the trade, you know, Hackett sort of. I mean, what happened first, Hackett or Russ? Hackett. Okay. I believe. Yeah. 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 Hackett for sure. Cause they wanted to bring in Aaron Rodgers. Mm. 
and they whiffed on Rodgers. They went after Russ. Right. Okay. Go ahead. I I don't I don't know. I I just think that it's a an unfamiliarity with whatever he's running. Also, Russell Wilson's style of play does not like. You know, we saw I think it was Steve Young or maybe it was RG. Somebody in the pregame show was like showing a, like Russ needs more of this, and Russ is running like seven hundred miles. Uh, horizontally behind the line of scrimmage, looking for an open play, and then oh, it was it was, it was, uh, it was Larry Fitz. He was like, "I've been burned a bunch by this," and he like shows him like throwing this, like just like a, he's off his back foot, like bomb to Doug Baldwin, who makes his great catch on the sidelines. Point being is like you can't run this West Coast offense that Hackett is based out of when you wanted when you doing the things that Russ wants to do as a quarterback. And so, like, those two things don't mesh well. What does Russ want to do? Because it's unclear Russ, to me that he, he wants to run around and 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 do Russ stuff. Yeah, uh, but when a he... good example of that, though, is the uh, third and one on the Broncos' first possession, the screen grab that went around Twitter, where Russell Wilson drops back to pass, literally has someone wide open, wide, 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 wide open, five yards in front of him. Uh, any one of us probably could have made the throw. I don't think Russell Wilson saw the person. Uh, and then he ran around, got sacked. And now you have fourth and five and you have to kick a field goal. Did but, Russ but do this? You have a quarterback who is, 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 is it running an offense that does not cater to his specific improvisational skill set? Yeah, I feel like and you have a coach who's in his first year. Are you making words, excuses like, for Russ? Like, I don't what, what no, you, I'm saying that this is why it's not working. Okay. Because I think that Russ in year he was drafted in twenty twelve, so this is year eleven for him. He could he should be able to run any offense. If you put Aaron Rodgers in this offense, it's going to work because they they worked together previously. Nathaniel Hackett. But here's the thing: it worked with Blake Bortles in twenty seventeen. So, I, I, I again, this is what I said on the show. I don't know. Last time we had to watch these idiots play in prime time, and we're frustrated by it. Um. Yeah, Russ is why Brazil says in the chat, Russ is looking for Jesus to take the wheel. Uh, the problem is he makes more than Jesus, so he needs to be the one in the driver's seat. Um, to your point, Breach, I don't remember the play you're talking about, but um, I know a couple times, and Troy Aikman actually mentioned this, the Chargers brought five, and when they bring five or six, it's a hot read. Like, I even know that. I don't know Jack. Squat you, about, you make about it all off the line. You tell a guy to... And all I know is twice on two occasions when I was half paying attention, Cortland Sutton's run a, running a shallow immediately after the ball is snapped. And Russ, to your point, Brinson, is running around like he's looking to make some big play. Um, the one big play he did make, he wasn't able to step, step in through it. And uh, KJ Hamler made that nice catch down the field. That ball could have been intercepted. Um, um, bad things could have happened. That was sort of the, the big-ish play for Russ. But again, he looks nothing like what we saw in Seattle. And I as this season progresses, the more I sort of understand while Pete Carroll was passive aggressively trolling Russ in that week one game, it, it felt like Pete Carroll felt like he was being vindicated for taking all the heat for Russ. Uh, I showed you guys a clip earlier. I put it in Slack. I was talking to Billy about this before you guys came on. Uh, Richard Sherman on his podcast talking to Marshawn about how, you know, Richard Sherman was basically sliding Russ for, for being Russ for the reasons that we've heard reported. Uh, including that you have to call Russ's manager if you want to talk to him, which makes sense if it's one of us trying to get in touch with Russ. makes less sense if you're Marshawn or or, um, Sherman. In Marshawn's defense, he's like, look, I want to get Russ straight. I I have his back. I I don't think he should have to endure this. I've endured similar things, playing for terrible teams. He mentioned his time in Buffalo uh, when the Bills were terrible. I get all that, but there's too much invested in Russ 
too much was given up by the Broncos for us to be this terrible, whatever the offense, whatever the reason um, I'm blaming Russ 51%. I'm blaming Nathaniel Hackett 49% because he's the head coach. Um, I, don't, I don't care that he's been there one, uh, one year. Somebody, I, I missed it. I, somebody flew back up. Somebody in the chat made the point that Daryl Bevel, uh, the old, obviously, OC for the Seahawks was West Coast. Yes, of course. He came out of the, I think, Holmgren, uh, Green Bay uh, coaching staff. Yeah, that's but, my point. I don't care about all the right. No, 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 but, but, but my point, the, the principles are the same, but the Seahawks, when uh, Bevel were, was there with Russ, first, second, second, third, and then finally, twentieth and twenty first, the offense kind of sucked in twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen. They 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 were they were so run heavy, like it. it this is not like a, you know, a, it wasn't yeah, it wasn't Russ doing like three step ding 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 ding. Like it Russ was, a, was on a rookie deal. Ruck is, Russ is Russ is right, right, it was a it was a it was a Pete Carroll offense is what I'm saying. It was Daryl Bevel offense, right? Oh, but I mean, it's well, Daryl Bevel was the OC, but it's oh, like yeah, Pete Carroll is like, look, dude, we're running the ball with Marshall Lynch, and we want you to. It was sort of a modified West Coast thing where they had Russ running stuff that he ran at Wisconsin, which he was great at because he's so good at play action where he bootlegs out and he sees the field deep and can read it like that. I'm well, not whatever even they're doing isn't working. I don't think a larger point. Well let, let me turn it let me turn it on you. What would work for this version of Russ Wilson who appears to be absolutely utterly terrible. There's the, the if you're watching on yeah, YouTube real quick if you're watching on YouTube, this is the third and one. All they had to do is get to the 28 yard line. You I see, don't see anyone uh, open breach. Who are you looking at? Actually, you're right. We could actually make those throws. Are you serious, Ron? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. That's that's like, actually. I mean, I could make that throw. This is a third yeah. and one. There is no you doubt. Know, you could be five one. You could be you could be three seven. And you but Brinson, the difference that is throw. that Breach can throw the ball forty yards. You can only throw the ball. But this yards. isn't missing the slant uh, in overtime against the Colts, where maybe you didn't look to your right, like. If that's guys your third read, like there's an excuse for missing that. There's no excuse for missing this throw. So like when, when, you know, when I'm doing my junior draft analyst stuff and I'm trying to watch these quarterbacks and figure out what's going on, a lot of times what happens in these screenshots is that we sort of pick and choose what looks open and what doesn't look open. So if you look at Russ's helmet, he's looking to the right. And the question you have to ask yourself is what the hell is he looking at to the right? Because I, I think you're he needs one yard. Right, exactly. But, it's not like doesn't this, is a, this go back to the KJ Hamler non-throw from the last time we did a Russ, a Russ game where the the Broncos didn't like for whatever reason he's looking at the wrong place. But here's the thing: he may not be looking at the wrong place, Brinson. Maybe that's the first read. But here's the thing: if you just look as Breach notes, five yards to your left as you go through this progression, presumably it's from right to left. And again, we have no idea. But he's the high, one of the highest paid people in the league. You see someone who is to quote Bruce Arians, wide ass open. And why aren't you making that throw? And if I was watching, um, you know, some division two quarterback, I'd be like, okay, that's a throw that anyone on Sunday should be able to make. And apparently you can make it on Sunday, but not on Monday. I, I don't know what the reason is that he missed this throw other than he, it feels like he does a lot of one look. And to your point, Brinson earlier about this muddled offense, one look and run. Well, he's, he's clearly, I mean, like he's looking, I think it's Judy on the right side. Um, trying to, and, and they're playing zone. They got the guys dropped in zone, obviously. And but like it's, he's he's not looking you one yard. There, you don't. You need one yard. That's it. Like right. Yeah. So, like again, like I'm not trying to make excuses for Russ. Like just like the last primetime game, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna be the Russell Wilson apologist. Yeah, why why is why is this why is this? Uh, presumably, how much did Sierra send you? Ten grand. How much? Why is why is his why is he looking right when there's a guy you could clear over the middle? But maybe that's just maybe the slants there, and then this is the check down. Okay, we haven't even seen the play. But my point is that if you're making, I don't know, what does he does he make forty five million? What what does he make? A lot. 
Yeah, if you make $45 million plus a year, you should be able to come off a slant and then throw the check down in the middle of the field with no one in front of you. Like, he's short, but there's no one between him and the receiver that would get the first down. And would you say breach the 29 they needed? Yeah, the 29-yard line is where they needed. And this guy's standing at the 35. So, yeah, the read doesn't have to be always the first read. I mean, this guy's Russ well, that's, Wilson. That's a bad play call if, if that's your depth. That is not a bad – if this is Bailey Zappi, Bailey Zappi is making this play. How are you defending – Russ Wilson because it's a terrible play. I'm ball. not defending Russell Wilson. I'm saying that this is a fundamentally problematic offense. How is it that every quarterback in the league can get through a read, but Russ Wilson, it should be the first read every time, or it's a bad play call? That doesn't make sense to me. I, I, I'm really not and defending then, Russell Wilson. Even though Russell did make a few plays that we saw from his classic Seahawks days where he ran around, make a couple throws downfield – but, you know, like you guys were saying, he doesn't look like the Russell Wilson that he used to. And one of those big throws downfield was right before halftime uh, when he hit Jerry Judy or uh, KJ Hamler for the 47 yarder. And are he underthrew? Maybe it was. It might yeah, he, could, he couldn't step into that throw. But he yeah, that's right. Like there there's was a defender, there's a defender in front of him. So. No, I think Judy. I think Judy caught a 37 yarder at some point in the game. I'm getting uh, not that the Hamler one was just wild. That was good job yeah. by everyone. But he underthrew Judy. I think Jerry Judy could have scored on his. It was just so, he doesn't he look like he can like, put. I mean, I don't know if there's another defender to the left because you can't see it or just looking at this. You could just like flip the ball over to the left. To, I think that's Melvin Gordon, and he's just waltzing for a first down. Or throw it in the middle of the field. I mean, or you're looking to run. Yeah, I mean, like there's a lot you're of looking not, that way. I, I it, right, it just, but like. Again, this is sort of my point is like if wait and the other part here is that he gets sacked on this play. That's yeah. impossible. Again, like <laughs> you don't you don't want to be like you don't want to be screenshot X and O's guys, but as we sit here watching this screenshot, it, it seems pretty obvious what should happen. And I get it, like the uh you know, people are flying in your face, you're five ten or whatever, but there's a clear reality to throw the ball in the middle of the field. He's not doing it. He holds him to the ball. I feel like he's not seeing the field very well. I mentioned those when he he gets blitz and Cortland Sutton's running uh, a shallow wide S open on at least two occasions that I paid attention to. He did not throw the ball. I think he got sacked on both of those. It just happens repeatedly. And it's like he is a first year quarterback who's coming from a D three program. And he'd only play that D three program one year after transferring uh, from a community college. who didn't have a football program, but that's what he looks like. Brinson, your oh, rebuttal. Yep. I keep the wrong buttons. Oh, what a big jam. Wallace took it in his hands and said, up, up, and away. They haven't heard Dickie V in a while. It is. Oh, by the way, shout out to my boys for being ranked number one in uh, basketball. Breach, the UNC Tar Heels, big season up. Hey, Breach, let me ask you this. What would you what'd you think of this? So, Russ Wilson makes 45 plus million a year. Um, and here was the offensive game plan for every single freaking series two runs by uh murray while uh melvin gordon was on the bench fuming and then a third down drop back by russ that was sacked like again if you have the best player in the nfl according to the the salary scale why are you running the ball every single first and second down you know what that's not even my problem is that if you want to do that that and it's working, then stick with it. Once they benched Melvin Gordon and put in Latavius Murray, he was averaging 4.4 yards per carry. And uh, the Broncos' uh, first possession of overtime was a good example of this. First play of overtime, five-yard run by Latavius Murray. Second play of overtime, four-yard run by Latavius Murray. It is now third and one. You are moving the ball. What do you do? Oh, you call a pass play when you are just 
moving the football right down the field. You're matriculating it on the ground. You call a pass play. It's incomplete. You have to punt. Just get the first down. What are you, you don't have to be cute on third and one. Just get the first down. Call the pass play on first down after you get the first down. I will say this. The the big winner of this game is Justin Herbert because we're not talking about how poorly he played. I mean, a lot of mitigating circumstances, but he did not play well. But Russ Wilson is so... Zero touchdowns on 57 passes, passing pass attempts. <laughs> he was he Mitchell Trubisky that game and somehow won it. Um, but Russ, and the, again, and Brenton, you are right about this. It's not entirely Russ's fault, whether he's operating at 48% or not. Like Nathaniel Hackett's not helping him. The offense isn't helping him. Um, the defense is helping him a lot. Like the defense is like is like one of the best one of the best defenses we've seen in a long time. They're absolutely balling out. They're probably extremely frustrated. It, and it's the combination of this like defense and this horrendous offense. And this like oh. somehow the Broncos do this incredible job of dragging their opponent down into the muck with them in every primetime game. Yeah, it just makes it, it a like, horrible it like, ball. I mean, there hadn't been a so this let's see the Seahawks game in week one was Monday night football. 17 16 Seahawks. Were they back on week two? No, they got four more. They got four more games. I know. Week three, it was the 49ers, uh, Broncos on Sunday night football, 11 to 10. Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, and then it was uh, last week, week five, they were Thursday night, Colts, Broncos, 12 9. And then with 11 days to prepare against a divisional opponent. 19 to 16, they lose. I mean, these are disgusting games. Does Nathaniel Hackett? This is uh, this is actually insane. Uh, Chris Joseph in the chat right there says, uh, "DraftKings uh, did DraftKings Sportsbook did a um, it was like is a I think it was like even money." So I saw somebody else in my another chat that I, I mean it was like had bet you can only bet so much on this, but they did a boost where. All Herbert, Herbert it was like over under Justin Herbert 0.5 touchdowns, even money, which you're like, okay, free layup, yeah. And, and how improbable? How, I mean, he's the only the second person to do it this year. No, the second player in NFL history to throw 55 or more passes with zero touchdowns in a win and win the game. In a win, oh, because Kyler Murray second did it earlier ever. This year. Second ever, and then also only the second time ever in Herbert's career that he's thrown zero touchdown passes. What? Uh, yeah, Jamie in the chat notes that Dustin, Dustin Hopkins had a quad hamstring and still played better than Russ. What are the chances? Uh, I'll put it at forty. Wait, why don't you why don't you set us up for a break and say do it. okay, forty two percent. No, just listen. I got it. I know forty two percent is the over under. And when we come back, I want you to tell me. Are you taking over or under? Nathaniel Hackett has a job at 42% going into 2023. Uh, I'll answer that question next. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. 
Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. So Wilson's question is, and leave your answer in the chat, over under 42% Nathaniel Hackett has a job. Uh, we were also asked about um, Staley versus Hackett in terms of, what did we talk about, did we talk about this on, I, I can't keep it. Who, who the worst coach was? No, no. Who's more likely to get fired? Staley versus Hackett feels like Fox News versus CNN. Like they're they're the ends, the opposite ends of the spectrum, politically, yeah. if you will. Like in terms of like reading the the cheat the sheet for going for it on fourth down. I, I think it's I think it's a Hackett's. I mean, if I, if it were if it were the two of them head to head, it would be Hackett minus two fifty for me. Yeah, but only because in part because last year Staley had a lot of success, well, but also. Breach gets pretty fired up about some of those fourth down calls from your own 19 or whatever. Well, I mean, we, we'll talk about Staley. I mean, yeah, this is sort of a setup for Staley on the the, the late uh, game clock management, which is absurdly bad. The one thing I'll say about – I didn't hate the thing you were doing about. Just in terms of, ahead. like, job security, Nathaniel Hackett was not hired by the current, like, uber billionaires who bought the Broncos. Who were hanging out with Lewis Hamilton. I didn't know he was a part owner in the stands. Good for yeah, Lewis. like – the Walton family does doesn't like flinch at the idea of firing Nathaniel Hackett and his uh his, his salary after one year if they if they feel like he's the reason they didn't make the playoffs. Well, they're and, not making the playoffs. Sorry for spoiler alert. Their breach. So, uh, I'm not off the bandwagon. Hamilton to no, me. Stop. That's right. So by the way, 42 percent over under. What are you doing? Uh, and February 15th, 2023, he has a job. With the Broncos, <laughs> yeah, right. and he's not the equipment manager. He hasn't been uh, I, will take the, I will take the under. Under forty-two percent breach. What are you going to do right now? Yeah. Uh see, breach knows what's up. I'm going to say you want to go over. I mean, you can push. I don't want to go over, but I can't. I'm going over. Dude, they're two and four, and they you're like they should be five and one. No, they could be. They should be five. Dude, and one. they could be zero oh and six so easily. No, they but here's the thing: zero oh and six. If Sean Payton was their coach, would they be two and four? That's that's sort of you take the extreme at the other end, right? They would no, not. Be they two. would not be two and four. No, they would I mean, not have tried a sixty-four yard field goal in Seattle <laughs> if John Payton was their coach. Oh my god, I forgot about that. They would have tied the game in overtime. Denver is a good landing spot for Sean Payton. I heard there are a lot of teams that are going to be interested in Sean Payton. The other team they played might be interested. The Cleveland Browns might be interested in Sean in Sean Payton. That's a part of the course on Kevin Stefanski. I don't think uh, Sean Payton, I don't think Sean Payton would go to Cleveland. I don't think he would either. But that doesn't mean old Jim Haslam isn't going to try. Well, I mean David Tepper's going to try too. He's going to try and throw forty billion dollars a year at. at <laughs> At Sean Payton. I will He's name the Carnegie Mellon Business School after you and take my name off of it. I, you, it will no longer be Mardi Gras to be Peyton Gras. Like it's not happening, man. Like <laughs> I'm a quarterback. If the draft one, maybe it changes. Um, better coach Victor Garcia. Well, hold on, but let's not let's not move past the fact that Brandon Staley. Well, let's just answer this question real quick. Better coach Nathaniel Hackett or or Matt Patricia? Uh, I'm taking Matt Patricia. 
Uh, you're the hey. ultimate Matt Patricia hater. Not, that should tell you where let's, we're uh, at. Let's just Lego my Dago uh, comment here. Let's toss that one up there just for fun. So uh, guess their age. Brinson youngest. It's ridiculous. And Brinson and Wilson just behind Breach. Nice. I love it. I think you're saying that Breach looks like an old. That's what happens. I've got the grays here. Yeah, I had a I kid. Kid's here's eight. the thing, Breach. Here's the thing. Like we have gray hair, and one of the three of us has hair plugs. So yeah, clearly that person who colors their hair and has hair plugs and colors their beard. It's outrageous claim. Brenton makes. Hang on, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> Ten grand a month from just for men, and this is all natural. It's a good. Spot. Yeah, I think about going. I think about. I'm. I'm starting a company called Just for Gray, uh, gray for Men, where those of us who are naturally not gray are accused of dying our hair but in reality we need to get a little gray just so people like you you people won't you, uh, oh my god you hear that billy he said you people i'm talking to you like, and breach man like he's a ross Perot. Uh, uh ryan is actually 65 for this uh, 65 yeah me and i went to high school with Perska. um all right so on staley yeah i will say uh curly haired billy trice has does have the best hair on the pod that would be a count agent factor um I would like to see Brent Brinson with a perm, though. I will say that. <laughs> I mean, uh, Devo. I was going to do it. Billy does have a perm. Um, Billy does have a perm. He look, He dressed up like Russ Wilson tonight, and he's bragging about it. He's like, uh, <laughs> Billy's hair is long. He looks like Russ Wilson. When it's short, he looks like. Uh, oh, boy. I can't wait to hear this. I know, it's kind of reminds me of like Ben Stiller from. Um, oh, that was a that was a right turn. Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't see that coming. Saved yourself from the HR complaint. Uh, all right. Anyway, um, so Staley, I'm not gonna walk back through this on the. They, they freaking stat. Please load back. The stats are down for this game. Which makes oh sense. no, I'm looking at it. What do you want to know? They're back up. They're back up. All right. Let's talk about the end of the game situation. Situation with Staley because he nearly went into overtime with three timeouts. Yeah. Okay. I saw you tweeting about it. What are you angry about? Like I understand why I called the timeout one second to go because it was fourth down. So what did you want to happen? No, I'm not like, mad about that one. I'm talking about the. Part where they got the ball. Let's see. I'm the last drive where he let Justin Herbert get crushed. No, I'm not even mad about the getting crushed thing. There was a he he let like 40 seconds go off the clock without calling timeouts, and they're trying to go up there and score. Yeah, but they were up against it. They the, they were behind the, the sticks, as you know, behind the sticks, as people say. And then if it had been third down, then you call the timeout immediately after the, the next to last On play. third and five, he picks up the first down and doesn't call a timeout. What time, what, up, uh, but wait a second. Well, how much time is left and where's the ball? They had it uh, on the – they're on 35. With how much time? Well, I mean, by the time he didn't call the timeouts. No, at the end of the – All right, so the, the Broncos punted the two-minute warning. 151 because that, that was that it's, weird play where the clock ran. Yep. It's to the – Chargers 25. Herbert, no gain to Eckler. Okay. So they snap the next, they snap the ball at the next at 127 left on the clock. Short to Eckler for five yards. So you have second, third, and five with and look, I get it. Like you don't want to be blasting timeouts. Yeah. So I don't no, understand what you're angry about. At 103, he dumps it off to her to Eckler for five yards. Again, that's the that's what the 30-ish or 35-ish? You can hammer the timeout right there. At your own 35? Yes, you just got a first down. You have three downs. Worst case, you punt. No, I'm fine with it. Wow. They the weren't moving the ball. They, they got a Denver timeout is because somebody got hurt. 
Right. That's right. And that took for that took 20 minutes. I, I just I hate it when people get hurt, but I wish we had a system in place where you would get like a little Jetsons, you know, magic bus out there to get you out the field quickly. Well, and the other part is we always, you know, Staley's argument for going for it on fourth and one and fourth and two is I have so much faith in my offense. Uh, well, if you had so much faith in your offense, you would have actually gone for it on fourth and one with 25 seconds left instead of letting the clock run down to two I seconds. Think, I think you're, you're, you, you answered your own question. Well, I, right, because he saw what happened throughout the night that they got beat up and Justin Herbert was getting killed back there. And like I get why he didn't do it, but for someone who has been uh, willing to gamble in plays like that and situations like that, did very you want him often, to go? You think he should have gone for it? No, I, I don't think he should have because if okay. you could stop there, the, the Broncos are basically in field goal range. I mean, right. yeah, if yeah. they don't gain a yard, they get to try a sixty-two yarder to win. If they gain three yards, it's a fifty-nine yarder. So like, you can't go there and fail. But they were you, know, he did it, you almost did it against the Bron- he did it against the Browns last week, where yeah. except it was slightly different because he was at the forty six instead of the forty four, but similar situation. I think. I think here is my thing on Staley. Staley has a good grasp on, or has has to, had to, has a good grasp, had a good grasp, but on like when to be aggressive on fourth downs and when to go. But oftentimes, when you've got all that stuff you are thinking about, plus all the other stuff you are doing as a head coach. In the moment, maybe it's just there's a lot to do. It's a hard job, and I just I, I just thought you had to get yourself a look for a field goal there. How? Like the, right. it wasn't working. Like the Denver defense is unbelievable. You were down Rashawn Slater already. The center was in and out so in the second Rashawn, half. Yeah, Corey Lindsay's a big deal, but Rashawn Slater's done. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's not playing. I mean, what do you mean? Yeah, but he's. But I mean, I think. It's not like he was that doesn't surprised. mean you just keep calling the same plays, even though you're, 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 I mean, he got hurt tonight. He got hurt two weeks ago. Right. But you still have to account for that. Right. When you call the plays, yes, you, one would hope that that would go into the pregame uh, game planning. Yeah. So I, I mean, I have no issue with the way they play given how the previous 59 minutes and 50 seconds were like, Oh my God, Justin Herbert is barely staying, <laughs> staying alive back there. And Russ Wilson is cooked. So let's just play this thing out and see how it goes. And we haven't even talked about it. You play the long game as Brandon Staley, and you end up winning because the Broncos Broncos it up when the the guy runs into the the guy the punt returner who muffs the punt and sets up the game winning field goal by the aforementioned Dustin Hopkins with one leg. There were five possessions in overtime in this game. How many first downs? Zero. My goodness. <laughs> Do you know how many total yards there were in negative you know, eight net yards? Are you accounting for penalties? Net yards. Zero. Is that right? I'm going with that. Uh, hold on. Let me think. Okay. You had the answer. Man, and my man busted out a real life calculator. Actually, I do know the answer. Uh, it's not zero. Is it negative eight? It's not negative. Three. Two. You're a little, a little bit 200. Higher. There you go. Six. <laughs> 16. There we go. We got it. Five drives, 16 yards, two teams, and someone won. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and someone won because the Broncos are a really, really bad football team. I actually think Brandon Staley's a good coach. Like, I wouldn't fire him even if, uh, even if Sean Payton wanted the job. I don't know. I'd think about that. But I, 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 I Brandon Staley in a heartbeat for somebody. <laughs> I, I think Sean, Sean Payton I think, and Justin Herbert. You fired Brandon Staley in a second. I think Brandon Staley's doing okay. Uh, Breach, have you ever pulled a hamstring? You know what? I haven't. I have pulled. Multiple. When you say pulled, do you mean like you don't mean like torn, just like tweaked? Well, uh, yeah, you're not gonna like this. The tweak is a is a tear. It's, it's all variations. Of I've, I've explained this before about the 
yeah, I've I've torn multiple hamstrings. So I understand as an old person trying to kick anything with a torn hamstring is is impossible. I here's my question. I don't know if you know the answer breach, but that black wrap that Dustin Hopkins had around his right tweaked hammy, do you think it was cold or hot? I don't know, hot. I think cold. I don't think you don't want cold though, because you don't want it to stiffen up. You've got to stay. Here's limber. the thing. I, I'm I'm actually interested in this answer because you know, as an old person, I have to when I get hurt, I have to you know read up on how to rehab things. You don't want hot immediately to an injured area because it sends blood there and it, it causes inflammation. The cold actually reduces inflammation. So I would imagine in the moment, over the course of two hours, you don't want it to to be inflamed. But I don't. I don't. That's an end game with a kicker. That's very, very interesting. I would like to know that also. So he had that wrap on and it looked like he was just practicing his run up to see what it felt like on his hammy taking that first step. He wasn't even trying to kick into the, to the net there, but I tell you what, man, he laced every kick and I appreciate the fact that he failed on after, after every kick and, and, and milked up all the, uh, the drama as someone who, you know, he looked like he was, like Willis Reed out there for, for people who were alive. He looked like he was being shot in the leg every, every time. time. He, he got shot four field. times. But you know what? He came through. He hit them all. Had hit from 37, 31, 35, and 39. And he did it all with an injured leg. So props to Dustin Hopkins, uh, who probably won't be playing next week because of his I injured leg. I can't imagine he plays next week. That are, that's right. But he hit them when they counted. So they're tied atop the division, Brenton, with the Chiefs. How do you how do you feel about my Chargers, my Super Bowl pick? Um, I still I'll still take my my Chiefs against your Chargers. Yeah. What about my Broncos? Yeah, they're going to win it. Don't worry about it. They're they're fine. What what would be more offensive? Is, is it more offensive the Chargers to be four and two or the? Oh, Paul in the comments makes a note. You alternate warm and cold every twenty minutes. I'd love it. That that makes that makes some sense. Not to look Maybe you're in the rest of the development line. You alternate, you alternate hot and cold. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that's what Joe did in the in the magic box. Wait, uh, what's more offensive, the the Chargers being four and two, or the Broncos potentially being three and three? Because I feel like the Broncos are the answer there. Like the Broncos have uh, collectively offended us as a football watching nation. They, well, did you feel like the Chargers? Like, did you feel like the Broncos lost that game, or the Bron- or the Chargers won it? The, the Broncos ran into each other real. on a punt. They lost it. I thought the Broncos were the better team in this Jeez, one game. Get out of here. On no, Monday they, night. No, they were not. Yeah. But neither team was good. No, they were Okay, that's terrible. fair. That is absolutely fair. Like, I don't disagree with but that. This is why I said I'm fine with Brandon Staley pushing this off into to overtime because he knew eventually the Broncos would Broncos it up and you have two numbnuts running into each other on a punt. Uh, and deep in their own end, that set up the game-winning field goal again by a one-legged kicker. Which, absolutely and tried. by the way, Week Seven started with a muffed punt costing a team a game with the Bears, and here we are closing our Week Six, closing Week Six with the same situation. So the um, the Bears are better than the Broncos. I was looking, right? looking, the Chargers beat the Raiders by five, lost the Chiefs by three, got smoked by the Jaguars. Such a weird game. Sm- uh, they smoked the Texans, nearly gave it back to the Browns, and then snuck past the, the Broncos. The Texans game was 27 24, like five minutes left. Uh, I felt like they owned them, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, can I ask a question? Yeah. In your heart of hearts, not counting your stupid Super Bowl pick. Oh, God. Both Princeton and Breach. Do you think that Russ Wilson 
improves. And I don't mean incrementally where he turns into a poor man's version of Geno Smith. I mean, turns into Russ Wilson. I don't, I don't think it's happening. They asked us that they asked us the same question on HQ earlier today. And it was like the, the analogy I made, or I think it's an analogy um, is, you know, when the Patriots are playing poorly without Tom Brady and we're like, well, Belichick's there. And not like Russ is Belichick, but it's just like, you just sort of trust intrinsically the ability of a player of Russ Wilson's caliber. I know we had apparently, apparently Wilson doesn't think he's a hall of famer, which I think is weird, but um, you trust him to try to figure it out and turn it around. Bold prediction after two and four. Right right, right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's cascading his way out of the, that's never happened. A player, players played Steven way Stafford, out of the hall. Stafford is slaloming down the, <laughs> a race to the bottom. You can get out of the Hall of Fame faster. Um, I, I mean, like I, I've watched Russell Wilson play football for a long, long time. Like, like a lot longer than like most people. Sp- I mean, I watched him for three years at NC State. I it would be shocking if he didn't find a way to kind of turn it around, but he. Just looks lost. Okay, is he going to do it? I I will say yes, but I don't feel good about well, it. Well, Breach said it's going to take a month. I uh, think well, it, not, I don't think he's going to go back to being. It takes a month. Russell Wilson in his prime. This is like a guy who ran a four four forty. He injured his leg. He came back. The team that wants him thinks he can still run the four four forty, even though they've never seen him do it since he came back from the injury. Uh, and then during the season, now he's running like a five, four and you're wondering what the heck is going on. And I think eventually he can get down to like four, eight or four, nine, but I don't think he's ever yeah. getting near four, four again. Breach again so. with the, with the analogy, crushing it. I think that's exactly right. He's a four, eight, five guy. We thought he was a four, five, four. And four that's guy. it. You got to learn how to figure out how to deal with it. And by the way, Gino Smith, Gino Smith's running a four, seven, as we sit here. <laughs> He was he was a five four guy his whole career. We set the combine record for this fastest forty. Brian J mentions that he thinks Russ is injured, which is what we in Brenton you've been talking about. I, I, he's just I think, and, and this this is where I think this is a very interesting point to think about. Russell is how does Dak Prescott look? And Carson Wentz to a lesser degree. That was the same injury, but it's similar. Like. I mean, what what are the you know what if there's a shoulder situation? Like, but again, that's fine. But that's on the the Broncos. Then that makes the Broncos oh. look negligent. Okay, now he has a hamstring injury. That I would say that too. I get it. My God, I would say in a heartbeat if I looked like Russ, I would have been throwing out. I would I would have I would be like the uh, you're the plantar old fasciitis, heart arrhythmia, just going down the list. Would you say? Operation the old game. Oh like yeah, things wrong. Like, I bring the I bring the board to the press conference and be like, this is me. Yeah. Oh, Paul has a good point here, too. Breach is a marathoner. What does he know about sprinting? Oh! Breach sprints, sprints the last mile. Down hard. Sprints the last Breach, mile. Breach to go in a three, three, three or something like that right now. So, yeah, I think I don't think we're going to see Seattle Russ this season. It's, now, maybe if they get Sean Payton or some crazy offensive coordinator next year. Maybe, but I, I wonder... Here's another question. So, um, 2022, right now, 23, the start of the 2024 season, who's the Broncos quarterback? Because I'm not convinced it's going to be Russ. Start of 2024? Yeah. So, next year, well, I'll give Russ 2023 to fix it. 2024. Yeah, this is like three weeks ago. It's still like, I mean. Well, you still get, you still think Cliff Kingsbury is going to be coaching the Cardinals in 2024 as well. He is. I guarantee you both. These, the, first of all, the Waltons may be a different story. 
The Bidwells ain't a different story. Russell Wilson, if they cut him, would have an $85 million dead cap hit in 2024. He's the quarterback. I'm going to say neither Cliff nor Russ are in their current jobs. Breach, where are you on this? In 2024? Not next season, but the year after. Breach, where are you? I mean... It's this is interesting. I feel uh, like but if they trade them, if they trade them, it's not as bad. Okay, what well, on both those guys? But That's I don't a, know. I don't know who's going to take it. If, if Russ is so bad, the Broncos won't start him. Who's taking him in a trade? Right. It turns into a Brock Osweiler situation where you have to trade a pick to the team to get them to take. We'll give you right. a second round pick if you take Russell Wilson from us. I just don't understand why either of those teams. I I get the 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 numbers. Oh, I mean, for the Broncos, it would be the negative forty nine point six million dollars in cap space they would lose, or they would so eating eating else while you're paying this guy that's, to that's be terrible. Doesn't make sense. Why did the Broncos give him an extension? I picked them to win Super Bowl. I wouldn't have done it. I would have. He had two years left on his contract. You let him play one year in Denver, and then you give him an extension after this season oh if he proves himself. Breach is about to sue the sue the Broncos. Well, but. I'm just saying we all know we had that hand injury. You want to see him play well before you hand him that kind of money. It didn't make sense. And and yeah, and yet you didn't see him play well, and you picked him to win the Super Bowl. That's on you, man. I I'd feel dumb, and so I'm saying the Broncos <laughs> should feel dumb. Clip that, Clip that. I didn't save that for later. I didn't I invest dumb. 250 million dollars into my pick, though. That's the difference. So Nathan in the chat says Russell with a decent coach's MVP material. I I don't know. I just haven't. Well, seen but, it. But, no, but that's an interesting point because I do think that if that before John, the John Broncos Payne. try to figure out if before they try to pin it all on Russ, they'll pin it on Hackett. Yeah, no, that but I that's agree. Why, but that's why Russ is going to be the under no circumstances in 2024 is Nathaniel Hackett the coach. I think we they're can all five and that. one with Sean Payton. That's you're asking a lot of Russ for those five wins, is all I'm saying. You're asking right, nothing, right. you're asking to change like three different plays. Both Cliff Kingsbury and Russell Wilson are not are, are terminated from their positions <laughs> by the start of 2024. I will give you, I mean, I mean, what kind of odds do you do you want for this bet? It's not a tattoo situation either. Oh, I don't. I I'm taking this bet. Like I know, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out what kind of odds you want for it because I think it's like a uh, thousand to one. Yeah, I was going to go a little bit lower than that. <laughs> yeah, what do you want? I was going to say like twenty-five to one. Yeah, I would one hundred percent take twenty-five. I'll give you twenty-five. You can bet up to twenty-five dollar max, twenty-five to one. I'm not losing a thousand dollars on some dumbass. Yeah, no, I'll bet. I'll bet ten. I like hate both these guys. And I don't I'll bet like, ten bucks. I'll bet just for fun. I'll all right, bet ten bucks. bucks. All right, put it on the. All right, Billy. Uh, Billy will do this. Billy won't be here two years either. By the way. Oh, <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to ratchet up a Billy on there? It gets real personal. Plus thirty five. <laughs> it's actually twenty three to one now with Billy. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Actually, Billy, <laughs> Billy, Billy brings it down like 20. All right. So uh, we need an official idiot podcast bet sheet. Yeah. 25 to 1. 25 to 1. Ten bucks on that. Both those you guys. guys for the, the Super Bowl? Yeah. We both. I, I've been mowed you 33, 33. And yeah, because I said you were like a, uh, I called you like, you know, a name in the. Oh, I like that. Better shotgun. Loser has to shotgun a beer. Oh, I thought. Wait a second. I, uh, I, I have to shotgun five beers in podcast, and you have to shotgun one. Is that, is that twenty-five six? Oh, I can't gosh. do twenty-five beers. No, twenty-five six. I'll, I mean, what is it? Nineteen ninety-four. I, I, I can't do twenty-five six. six. My goodness. Um, uh, you know what I will right. say. All right, I'll tell you what. Here's the bet. 
Actually, we're, yeah, we're almost done. I won't say anything. I mean, we're, this is like started 2024 anyway. Like, <laughs> who knows if the world will be spinning. On the oh, my season. gosh. Um, we'll do a shotgun and beer bet. Okay. You have to shotgun one? You have shotgun 25? No, five. Oh, my gosh. 25? No, no, five's a lot. I mean, that's... Yeah, I'm not thrilled about five, but I'll... Sh- I mean, like, this... You'll five be, to one on shotguns is, like, relative You'll to, be 58 in three years, two years? You're going to do that as a 58-year-old? That's something. All right. I mean, I'll casually shotgun a couple beers. Charles Pisser's like, y'all y'all for real with the shotgun <laughs> the beers? I guess so. I mean, I don't know. You don't get that bleep over at Mile High oh. Report, Charles, while you're still hanging around, son. Oh, anyway. Room, right. room temp beer, Nooner suggests. Uh, no. I love um, a good room temperature beer. Oh, disgusting. What were you going to say, Breach? Uh, I was going to start a whole new talking point, so I stopped myself. Oh, go ahead. We don't need to start it. Oh, okay. In that case. All right. Let's get out of here. But I was going to say. <laughs> I, can, I mean, I was, I'll vomit it. But the bonus is like, if I shotgun five beers, I'm going to vomit. Okay. Not, not, out of the, not out of like the, the beer, but like out of the sheer like liquid in my like like stomach. What about college age Brinson? Would he have vomited? No. I mean, I probably, I probably won't vomit. He would have drove home. <laughs> Is he no all right, time to get, all right, look, that's the official bet. If on air, you have to shotgun a beer. If Cliff Kingsbury and or Russell Wilson are still. No, and, not or, and. They're both gone. No, no, no it's the parlay. One of them, oh. I have to do five if they're both gone. If any, if either one of them is still there, you have to do, you have to do one. Right, yeah, yeah, sorry. That's right. Oh, live on air. It, this 2024. Okay, I get to choose a beer. It's going to be a Bud Light Lime. Wait, so like when the 2024 season starts, you're chucking like an IPA. Is this like when the 2024 season starts? Or yeah, like week one of the 2024 season. Yeah, week one. If Russ is now, yeah, I'll give you trade too because we're downgrading it. So, like like if Cliff Kingsbury is traded to the Patriots straight up for Bill Belichick, then I'll I'll, I'll let let them slide. Yeah, there's not in there. All right, he's traded to the Patriots. One of you has to shotgun a handle of vodka. This guy, yeah, Billy, Billy's like, please, thank you. It's time. All right, <laughs> that's it. That's the show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Yeah, Wilson has just shotgun a barrel aged stout. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know if you can do that. This very, well, I guess you can find one of the can or a seltzer. Yeah, I'll do a seltzer. I mean, you want shotgun, a, shotgun a seltzer, a Red do. Bull with a shot of vodka and then punch a breach in the nuts. Only after saying breach. Roll up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. This is still a sensitive topic. What's the capital Thailand? <laughs> there you go. Brenton didn't know. Neither did you. I didn't get punched in the nuts either. All right, that'll do it for us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Breach, for Wilson, I'm Brenton. We'll see you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.